You're listening to the Running Around Charlotte podcast, presented by the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events, with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. This week's episode is brought to you by Pinnacle Financial Partners. And here are your hosts for the Running Around Charlotte podcast, Tim Rhodes and DC Lucchese. It is hot outside. You might be exercising less, not drinking enough, and if you're like us, don't have too much motivation to cook. Matt Dengler of RXRD Nutrition is here with us today with tips on eating and drinking healthy all summer long. Welcome back to Running Around Charlotte, Matt. How you doing? Hey, hey, what's going on? How are you guys doing today? We're doing great. DC Lucchese along for the ride this morning. How you doing, DC? Well as well, man. Well as well. Awesome. Hey, look, let's jump right in, man. I, you know, we had a little bit of a couple of cold snaps where it was nice and uh, cool in the morning, not as much humidity, but it seems that we're back in that summer cycle where it's, you know, 72 or 73 when you get up and humid is all get out. What are people talking about? What are your clients asking when it's this hot outside, Matt? Yeah, I think that's really, really tough, especially being in the South. Um, you know, you either got to get out in the mornings or the evenings because during that during that midday, it's it's almost impossible and it can be quite frankly dangerous when it comes to the temperatures and humidity and stuff. So yeah, get out in the mornings, get out in the evenings, um, and then people are of course asking about hydration, right? And that's yeah. that's got to be the one thing that you've got to be thinking about when you're when you're exercising outside and that humidity because you know, it's, it's what the temperature is and what it feels like and how your body's reacting to it can all be different, um, at different temperatures. So make sure you're hydrating a lot often in advance during and after activity, especially based off of your intensity of the, of the Mm -hmm. exercise, whatever you tend to be doing and the duration of course. Um, and so as, as that duration goes up, as that temperature goes up, um, intensity goes up, you're going to be sweating even more, make sure you continue to hydrate um, as you go. And so a good rule of thumb, you know, most time of the year is, you know, try to drink half of your overall body weight in fluid ounces per day. If you weigh 200 pounds, try to drink 100 ounces a day. Now, that of course, all changes based again on temperature Mm -hmm. and exercise intensity and duration, you know, that's got to go up as those things can uh, continue to increase. So that's, that's what I'm driving home with my clients, especially as the summer, you know, starts heating up. And as we get into the July and, and August months, um, you got to be drinking a ton of fluids. Um, and, and honestly, when I say fluids, we always think about water. And of course, water is going to be number one, but that doesn't have to be the only thing that we're drinking. And I know that was one thing that we wanted to touch on today was, yeah. you know, water's great and obviously very good for you, but it doesn't have to be the only thing. Well, now, which begs the question. Because I was asking Tim before we got on the show today, and he said Kool-Aid. And I wasn't sure that was accurate. So I said, I'm going to ask Matt when we get on, is Kool-Aid a good substitute or not? And just to clarify, I said cherry-flavored Kool-Aid. Oh, now now that, that's different. Um, oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Legit, legit, legit. Okay. What, what are some good substitutes instead of just water? Because I know I do. I do get tired of just pounding down nothing but water. Like sometimes I got to have a little bit of something different. Give me some recommendations here, man. Yeah, absolutely. That aren't cherry Kool-Aid. Right. (laughs) Everything in moderation, DC. Um, (laughs) 
Uh, so yeah, so of course, right. Water is going to be the number one, but yeah, if people get sick and tired of it, especially if your number's high, if you've got to get those fluid ounces in, if you're running around a lot, you're losing a lot of body fluids, water can be boring. Um, so anything that we're talking about fluids putting in. So if you like the sparkling stuff, the LaCroix, the bubbly stuff, you know, any of that stuff counts, um, because it's going to get you hydration. Uh, and then, you know, of course. If you want to do anything flavored, right, where it's, you know, putting some crystal light in water or, you know, the propel pouches or the little Gatorade things, you know, just be Mm -hmm. mindful of the calories, right, because those are Mm going to come with sugars. But, um, you know, they've got zero options, right, the zero calorie, right? Uh, All of those things can be helpful to put in your water just to give a little bit of taste, right? When you can get a little bit more excited about the water because you like the way it it tastes, you're, you're going to drink more for sure. Um, so feel free to put any of that stuff in there. Now, of course, you know, the biggest follow-up question I'll always get is like, what about the, you know, the artificial sweeteners, right? Like what's the deal with those? Um, Mm -hmm. and, and, and my answer is always is dose makes the poison, right? It's, (laughs) it's the amount that you take in is not going to be high enough where there's going to be ever any issues. I mean, it's right. and, and I don't I don't necessarily remember the exact number in the research, but like we're talking like, you know, thousands, you know, hundreds of thousands of uh, fluid ounces or grams of the, the these sweeteners at these levels mm-hmm. before it takes any account into, you know, what that it's going to mess you up or cause cancers and all this stuff. You know, a lot of that mm-hmm. research is done on like lab mice, lab rats, and they're getting these doses at extreme amounts and seeing these effects um, on, on these mice. And of course, we're not mice, we're not having that, that a, a huge amounts. So, you know, just, you know, go for it, because, you know, the, the benefits outweigh the cost. So once again, Tim, you were right. There you go. Everything <laughs> in moderation. There you go. So, uh, shifting gears a little bit, you know, I, I, I myself kind of have this struggle a little bit with motivation and and it's like it's easy just to bag the day and say you know what it's too hot or it's too humid um what are what are some things that that we can do to try to change it up a little bit just to get through summer combat the you know the blahs and the lack of motivation because maybe it is too hot out or too humid and you know what are you recommending yeah, good question. So first thing is, you know, make sure you're doing something that you like to do, right? That's the, the best workout you can do is the one that you actually like and you'll continue to do. But yeah, sometimes in motivation, right? A lot of, a lot of vacations going on, uh, the heat's ramped up, hard to be outside for a long period of time. Of course, timing, right? Get it done in the morning, get it done in the evening. Um, it, you know, other things you can do, uh, accountability buddies, right? Find somebody to do these things with because you're more likely to put yourself, you know, uh, uh, you know, you're going to forget about doing it with yourself, but you'll never forget about doing it with a partner. Right. And you'll and you'll definitely, you know, show up if you know that somebody's sitting there waiting for you to, you know, go for a run or Mm -hmm. go for a workout. Um, You're not going to let them down. You'll let yourself down before you let that person down. So find somebody to do it with. Or, and then the other thing too, is I always remind my clients, put it on your calendar, just like a business meeting. Mm -hmm. You don't, you don't miss a business meeting, right? If it's on your calendar, whether that's paper on your phone, Google calendar, however you keep your life organized, put a workout, schedule it out, 
put a half hour, put 60 minutes on there. So, you know, everyone knows on your team or whatever, like you're not available. You've got an appointment and that's appointment to yourself. Right. And, and if you can put it on there and make it, you know, <clears throat> make it part of your day, you're less likely to miss it. Sure. That's good advice. And, and mm-hmm. some people may want to throttle back a little bit too. Right. You know, so instead of, running for an hour, they might want to run for 40 minutes, or maybe it's instead of six miles, they go four miles or something along those lines. Is there, is there a minimum recommendation uh, that, that you like to talk about in terms of if you're going to exercise, at least get in X number of minutes, because that's when you start burning the calories that you want to burn? Yeah, and I think, you know, not to dodge the question, but like, it's, it's always going to change no matter the person, right? Like it depends yeah. where you are on your fitness journey. You know, if you're just starting out, I'm not going to make somebody go out for 60 minutes. You know, it just doesn't, doesn't make sense for them. And they're just probably not going to do it. Right. Like just starting, if you're just starting out, right. You're probably talking 15, 20 minutes, just get out there, you know, do a little walking. Right. And then as you get mm-hmm. a little more confident, you start building that up, you know, we're going to start talking, get into low walk run combination, get, you know, 20, 25 minutes, 30 minutes. But, you know, if, if we're just talking about the average person, the average answer, I always say about 30 minutes, right? If you can do 30 minutes mm-hmm. and that, that might be just, you know, setting your timer on your phone or your watch for 15 minutes, you go out for a walk when that thing buzzes, turn around, go home, there's 30 minutes, you know, and that might be just starting out, but you know, if depending on where you are in your journey and in, in, in your abilities, right? 30 minutes of, you know, a jog run, a workout, um, a walk that, that can be, that can be better. It's certainly better than nothing. No, Roger that Roger that man. And, and back to one of the things that I love talking to you about the most, Matt, it's food. That's my jam, of course. And we were talking about, as we were preparing for the show, you know, this is the, one of the best times of the year for, you know, fruits and vegetables, you know, melons and peaches and blackberries, uh, you know, squash and zucchini, ice cream sandwiches. Uh, there was debate as to whether or not that was a vegetable or a fruit. I'll let you settle that for us. <laughs> but what are some of the ones that you look forward to the most this time of the year? And what are some of the ways you like to incorporate those or recommend incorporating those into your diet? Yeah, I think you just stole them all from me, DC. Did you have my list? Yes. <laughs> uh, hey man, the, the hacking is good for something, and this is yeah. <laughs> I gotta stop sending you that stuff earlier. Um, uh, no, you you nailed them. But like the, the biggest one for sure, and this was the one that I just put out in my newsletter was um, about watermelon. I mean, that's you know when you think about yeah. summer, I feel like that's that's the big one. Um, su- uh, super refreshing. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, t- take it on the go. Everyone seems to like it. You know. Um, but the big one there too, as far as sports performance wise, um, a ton of good carbohydrates and simple carbs. Um, and, and it's, well, of course it's hydrating, right? Watermelon, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. uh, and that's going to put that back into your body, but the carbohydrates are the big one that, uh, you know, doesn't get a lot of attention, especially for our athletic crowd here is, mm-hmm. you know, that would be a great post-workout, you know, uh, pre-workout, uh, carbohydrate. It tastes really good. It's easy yeah. to prepare. Um, it's it's it, but and, and it's got a bunch of carbs. So you know, just make sure that you're having a lot of watermelon. Make sure you you run because <laughs> that it will add up. Um, 
but uh, that's that's going to be really easy for your body to break down and use as glucose and, and use yeah. uh, for energy. And that you're going to feel very hydrated as well having that one. So that's that's my big one. But of course, you know, all the ones that you mentioned as well, the blackberries, the strawberries, uh, cherries. Is, this is a great time yeah. for cherries as well. Yeah. Um, look for your tart cherries. Uh, that has been shown to help reduce inflammation in the body. Mm -hmm. uh, so what a great way to get that in. You can get that in either juice or if you're just having cherries itself, um, that's a great post-workout, pre-workout um, supplement. In fact, a lot of the um, uh, sports teams that I've worked with uh, over the years, um, we require the athletes to have tart cherry juice uh, just because oh, yeah. of the, the, the inflammation uh, reducer that it has in there. But again, remember um, that it's, it's a carbohydrate, it's a fruit. And so if yeah. you're going to, you know, if you're going to be having those things, take account for it and, um, and just make sure you're out exercising so you can use that. Yeah. And I think one of the other great places to get cherries too is from an old fashioned. So <laughs> <laughs> you better be having a lot of old fashioned. Uh, is, is, that, is that your professional opinion? <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing that down. You guys, you guys all got that, right? Matt said I should have a lot of old fashions. So I'm trying to yes. cut down on inflammation. <laughs> that was, that was the drink of choice. back when I was in high school, drinking age was 18 and, um, is fairly easy to come by whether you were 18. And like if you went to a bar or a wedding reception or everything, everybody would order an old fashioned. Nobody knew what it was, but it was like, Oh, that sounds like a cool drink. I think I'll have an old fashioned. <laughs> And those are the best. <laughs> Extra charities. <laughs> because they were all fighting inflammation. See, they were years ahead of their time, Tim. Right. Oh, my God. Uh, one, one last question for you, Matt. Um, I, I don't mind raw vegetables, but I, I really am not a cooked vegetable guy. Mm -hmm. Give us two or three hints on here's a great way to prepare vegetables if you don't really like cooked vegetables and how to, I, I've heard people talk about seasonings, the key, how you cook them is the key. Give us two or three pointers on, you know, if, if you're not really a vegetable person, here's a, here's a way to get around that. And you might actually enjoy having vegetables because now these, these point, you know, it's, it's farmer's market galore and anywhere you go, the, the farmers are selling it and it's not just fruit, it's vegetables. And, you know, I, I feel a little bit like I'm missing out on it. And I, I like corn on the cob because you put butter and salt. But uh, other than that, I'm not a vegetable guy. So <laughs> yeah. Full disclosure. Yeah. No, no, that's a that's a good one. Um, so as far as the veggies go, um, of course, get ones that you like. Right. And if there's not ones that you necessarily like and and, and raw veggies can cause some GI discomfort. Um, sometimes it's a little bit harder on your body to break those down. And, and that's why sometimes people avoid them as well. Um, you know, and those are like your cru cruciferous veggies, like your broccolis, cauliflowers, um, uh, you know, brock uh, broccolis, uh, and, and kales, things like that, that, that can kind of cause some of that GI discomfort, a little gassy, a little bloated stuff. So yeah, sneaking in some veggies where you can, um, first one I love is in smoothies. Right. If you're going to make a smoothie, a protein fruit smoothie, something like that, if you throw in yeah. a handful of spinach, handful of kale in there, you'll never, ever taste it. 
Now the color might come out a little bit different, <laughs> a little bit darker green or something. It's not that appetizing, but I tell you what, you put some, you know, some fruits or berries in there, a little protein powder, maybe a even a little bit of peanut butter and some milk. You'll, you'll never taste that, that kale. And that is an easy way to kind of mm -hmm. get in. Yes, it's raw, but it, yeah. it does go through a quote unquote processing because it's going through the blender mm -hmm. and you know, it's yeah. super small and you're going to get all those benefits still. Um, other ways you can do it too is like, um, I love making like, uh, you know, taking out a, a cookie sheet, putting a bunch of kale on there, put some seasonings and doing some like kale chips. Mm -hmm. um, and I know that sounds like the, the, the perfect dietitian snack, but seriously, uh, that, that is a, that is a good one that you can get by, um, you know, where we, enough like seasoning. And I like that every, um, everything, but the bagel seasoning stuff, Trader Joe's has it. Mm -hmm. Um, you throw that on there and it's going to give it, you know, um, a great taste, a great crisp. And that's, that's an easy one that, you know, you can almost eat like, you know, chips and things like that. Um, and then of course, you know, I, I love the, um, the microwavable, uh, bags, you know, it doesn't get any easier than that. As far yeah. as the veggies go, um, you know, any freezer or any grocery store in the freezer section, you're going to see those frozen bags. Just take that, throw in the microwave for about five minutes. Those are steamable bags. Boom. You've got, you've got some cooked veggies all ready to go. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, that, that's a really easy one that, you know, you can't screw up. And then of course, you know, put, put your seasoning on there, right. You know, if you want, if it takes just a little bit of cheese, um, a little bit of salt and pepper, things like that, just to give it just so you can consume it. I'm all for it. Right. Just of course, be mindful of how much cheese and salt and things that you put on it. But like yeah. it, at the end of the day, you, that's still better than nothing. So, let's let's if that's what it's going to take let's do that perfect and i will tell you tim there is not a vegetable that i won't grill except for baby carrots they keep falling through the holes but other than that i don't <laughs> think you can go wrong with trying to grill a vegetable well maybe yeah. not kale you probably can't grill kale either but darn near everything else yeah yeah no that yeah. that that's a really easy one your summer squashes and and peppers yeah. and and sweet potatoes and you know that that's a so great way to do it Totally. Matt, thank you very much. We appreciate you jumping on with us this morning. Uh, have a good rest of the summer. And uh, I understand uh, Rochester is <laughs> not sure who goes on, on vacation to Rochester. But, uh, that seems like a little bit of an oxymoron. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, this is where I'm from. And um, we've got a, a, a house on the lake here. So um, nice. we come up here and we get to just kind of hang out and um try to just very nice very break nice. away a little bit and then of course it's these are the three months out of the year to be in rochester because it's you know <laughs> you're talking like 80 <laughs> 85 degrees tops you know nice and cool no humidity yeah I, you got I, some I nice trails that. along the erie canal we were up there a couple of years ago to visit a friend of mine at medved running store do you know dan medved i do not got a got a good running store up there, anyway, there okay go. yeah no they've got uh, oh yeah ton of great trails uh, I mean, we're out in, you know, Geneseo, Livonia, just outside of Rochester. So this is where the, like on one of the Finger Lakes and it's can't be nicer. Oh, lovely, Good. man. Good for you. Thank you, Good Matt. For you. Matt Dangler, RxRD Nutrition here on the podcast today. Again, thanks, Matt. Have a great summer and we'll talk to you soon, brother. Thanks guys so much. Really appreciate it. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. 
One day, five events, with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Registration and more information is available at runcharlotte.com. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is brought to you by Pinnacle Financial Partners and produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. New episodes are available every week, anywhere you listen to podcasts.